Hey guys, it's Antiquated Ideas. Um, today I wanted to talk about this thing called, you know, Doomerism. Obviously, the title. I'm sure you could have guessed that one by now. Uh, it wasn't very ambiguous. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. <clears throat> so, what is Doomerism? The meme, the ideology, the aesthetic. Uh, and it's all intertwined, and I mean, yet it's all completely different. It's not the usual depresso bullshit that you've come to expect from emo 14-year-olds. It's something way more intricate and nuanced. I think, anyway. Uh, Doomerism has its origins in a meme for most people, but really it's an idea that's been around for a while. Even the name, Doomer, Doom, you know, Abandon Hope, All Ye Who Entered, that type of shit. Uh, it's serious, and it's down in the dirt, rubbing your face in it, because that's what you've come to expect from life. It's an ideology that really applies to people who've got the shit kicked out of them and are depressed, but not necessarily in a defeatist way. It doesn't even have to be that harsh. I mean, really, I'm just being descriptive. And really, I wouldn't say that, that most people in this... Uh, ideology i guess um i wouldn't say that they're victims they don't treat themselves that way but anyway uh it's funny because it almost directly ties into my video on morality except this is about depression um depression can't be viewed on a black and white scale and it's not either happy or sad it's possible to be both you know, just as you can be a good person and do bad things like I was talking about, it's possible to be both um, depressed and optimistic. You know, I mean, I, I would say that for myself, um, I am a naturally depressed person. So for me, it's it's uh, it's work to be happy every day until I start finding things that that I, I really like, things that I can really get into. And then that's, you know, it makes it better. And then also keeping that positive mentality as well. But it's definitely not saying that you can only be one or the other, of course. I mean, um, if you should know anything about me from that video on morality, you should know that I really don't see life as being black and white except for a few special things that we'll, you'll probably pick up on it later. But um, human emotion is so deep and complex that it's not even worth me trying to delve so far deep into it um i think that mostly males are attracted to doomerism uh if not just for the aesthetic but because that is who it really applies to most these days these days uh, i can understand that and i'm attracted to the aesthetic because really i felt that um there's something retro and nostalgic about it kind of longing and melancholy um, it's, it's really hard to explain. It's really hard to, to articulate. Um, but let me explain how I was drawn into it real quick. Um, believe it or not, but it's probably easy to believe. Uh, I used to be a communist in high school. Yeah, I was that kid, except I, you know, I actually grew up. Um, then I got pretty right wing and being a youthful, angsty, right wing male, I didn't exactly fit in with many of the social standards. But the key points here are right-wing and male. I think that's the epitome of everything that we are taught not to be in school these days. 
so I think that while on one hand you have kids like I was who respond with anger and hatred, you know, you just want to get back at the system, you want to, you're, you're done with these people. You also have the opposite end where they end up depressed and alone. And, you know, the people that, and I, I've, really I've gotten there, and I hate that I've gone down that path, but I think that it, it partially just comes with age, intelligence, maturity, and your emotions too. Um, but that, that's, the, that's the reality path, and I think both of them really go hand in hand, and that's why it's hard to split it into just, you know, one type of person and another type of person, because really they're fatefully, or fate, yes, fatefully intertwined. Um, but doomers, you know, people that, that have known the world as a foe to them, but choose to see something great in it nonetheless. Now, I'm, again, exaggerating some parts of this, but that's exactly what it was for me. Um, when I was in high school, and actually still, I still have it, believe it or not, um, although I'm sure that one's easy to believe, uh, I have a 1986 Nissan 300ZX. Now, sorry about that. Um, now, it was my first car, right? So, obviously, I still have it, and I have a lot of memories of it. It's very nostalgic for me now, getting in it, you know, uh, it has a certain smell to it. It's very tactile, everything is, the shifter, the clutch, um, just everything, it's, you know, feels like an older car. But anyway, you know, I have that 1986 Nissan 300ZX. And for me, it was driving the car, you know, late at night with the windows down. I was listening to some Joy Division or, or maybe it was punk or, um, you know, whatever it was. Um, and seeing all the lights and everything, you know, driving fast because I didn't care. And, and because it felt good, it made me feel alive. And most importantly, it really helped me get out of my head, which as a teen, and even now, it's something that's incredibly useful sometimes. I would spend hours um, at home, especially during the summer, uh, you know, watching these depressingly hopeful movies where maybe they have a bad ending, maybe things don't work out, but it's all about coming of age, um, you know, life shit, but you, you still do it type thing. Um, uh, there, there was always this, you know, push and pull that I loved with those. Um, look at one of the ultimate Doomer movies these days, and actually, it's funny that I bring this up because I just got my girlfriend to watch it for the first time the other day, and she loved it. I mean, it's a great movie. How could you not love it? Now, watching it, this is probably my fifth or sixth time watching that movie, and let me tell you, it. I see some funny things in there, but I'm looking at some of these scenes, and I'm like. He, Ryan Gosling is occasionally so quiet that you'd think he's retarded, you know, like autism, but maybe that just fits in more because, you know, who doesn't have autism, I guess, I don't know, um, it was a joke, it was a joke, please don't cancel me, um, anyway, Drive is about a guy who, who is just that, he does just that, um, he wants to, well, he's in his head a lot, you can clearly see, um, but he wants to get out of it sometimes. He, he, he wants to get out of the world of filth and crime and decay and just shit. Um, I would associate doomerism with downers. Uh, sitting in your room and, and 
doing oxy or ketamine and then just going outside and having a cigarette you know the entire time you're listening to music even weed i mean i guess uh, stoners you know it, it, it kind of fits with stoners a little bit um not that drug use is is uh, a requirement for for subscribing to this but um that music though music is such an integral part to it it seems like and i think in a way if you wanted to trace the roots of this um i think that it, it was born out of the late 70s 80s um post-punk and uh goth movement you know new wave post-punk goth all that stuff um glam pop in a way um I really think that because of the the aesthetic choices of this meme, this ideology, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, I think that really it came out of that movement. It that's what I see the most in it, uh, where it's you know black and it's got a lot of these synths in it and it's very atmospheric, which is something I love. I love atmosphere in music. I love something very direct as well. I I, I really I don't mind when it's in your face and it's direct and it's got this really dry sound. But, you know, again, the aesthetic is with the ambience. And so that's where I think it comes from. Because to me, uh, Doomerism has this certain ambience to it where it has a real atmosphere. And it's just, it's very hard to pin down. Um, so that, anyway, I wanted to talk about um, the aesthetics and partially I wanted to say that, um, you know, smoking, maybe a lot of quote unquote doomers do that, but I, I wouldn't say that most of them are drug users, uh, maybe just weed, but I don't have a problem with weed. Um, by the way, today we are drinking Bud Light Platinum Seltzer, Blood Orange. Um, it's not great. I wouldn't buy it again. They put fucking agave syrup in here. Um, yeah, that's... I'm really not a fan of that. Ugh, but... I don't know. It's not bad, I guess. If you liked agave, you'd probably like it. Anyway, um... Speaking of drug use, right? Um, but, yeah, the aesthetics. I wanted to talk about the aesthetics because they're so... imperative to the identity of people in general as well as any movement or ideology at all. I mean, really, that's how you would define a movement is, is, is partially through um, the aesthetic of it. <clears throat> um, aesthetics are how we choose to represent ourselves basically as an art form. So if it's listening to Vaporwave and being sad, then fuck it. That's your aesthetic. You know, that, that's another point where this applies to so many people is that um, doomerism is an attractively dark uh, ideology. It's something, um, I don't know, there, there's one feeling that I would say fits most with doomerism. And it's being so depressed that you become comfortable with it. Um, it makes me think of uh, a Nirvana song. I think it was um, Francis Farmer will have her revenge on Seattle. Um, and it's when he says, you know, I miss the comfort of being sad. And now, of course, it's the chorus. So it's pretty easy to remember. But it really struck out to me. And I was like, whoa, I understand that. I mean, I could do an entire maybe I fucking will. 
but yeah i could do an entire like hour long uh thing on nirvana i'd i'd limit it to you know 20 ish minutes of course but sorry i'm getting off topic here getting off track um yeah i I, am being so depressed that you become comfortable with it comfortable in your depression and it's not that there isn't any hope that there's no hope for the world in this ideology quote unquote but rather that depression has just become the new norm it's always there for you in this fucked up and demented way and so rather than escaping it we try to embrace it we try to make our lives better but we know that the sadness will always be there and that's also why i'm here that's also why i want you guys really to listen to this and to hear my points because i think that i'm a hopeful and optimistic person um that's that's why i'm so adamant about trying to make life better because it can be even if you're depressed all the time you know i don't know um it's just this really interesting movement that's happening and it might seem stupid or gay or whatever but really it's a wonderful thing because what it does is it presents a community and yeah there's always going to be cringy people in anything but i would not consider the whole thing to be that way yeah i get it really um i support it so long as you don't get trapped in the mindset of being down all the time because you aren't always losing even if life is absolute dog shit, you, you really have to find those good moments, you know, the silver lining and everything. And it's really a skill. It's, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but the more that you do it, the more that you'll realize that life really isn't that bad. Um, yeah, it's shit. It's fucking awful. You know how many bad things happen to us? But whatever, that's just life. You know, you live it. So anyway... Um, the whole concept of doomerism is, is really so hard to actually articulate. Uh, It's something that you don't get unless you get it, unless you've been there. I I think that's why the, the Joker, you know, ended up appealing to people, of course, especially the recent movie. Um, and actually I did, I did go to see it in theaters. I wore my Flectarn jacket. There were police there. I did get weird looks. Um, but yeah, um, it tells the story of someone who really is just weird, but ultimately they, they want to make people happy. Um, and his whole life is just him being ignored and shit on until he decides to actually fucking stand up and do something about it. And that's, it's so interesting to me. I think that that's really the motive, you know, it's revenge. It's not, um, uh, I'll give you an example actually of the statement that, that made me think of this. Um, my friend's dad wanted me to do vocals for a few of his things for his band. By the way, Honeybone Rush. You should check them out on YouTube, Honeybone Rush. Okay, they're pretty good. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we were comparing lyrics. You know, I said I liked his lyrics. Um, I was showing him some of mine because uh, I record with my friend there. Um, but, which, by the way, he's great at mixing. I can't wait to release some of our stuff. Um, especially for both of us just learning really the recording process. He's, he's good. He's really great with it. But yeah, he says to me about the lyrics, he goes, well, you know, I just, I, I got fed up with all that bullshit about being sad and being down all the time. And that's just what you choose to accept. 
You know, that's why I write lyrics about revenge and getting back at people and saying, fuck you, asshole, and, you know, really turning your life around. And that's that's why I think the Joker sticks out in a way is because that's an appealing mindset. You know, eventually you're going to get so depressed that you're angry. And like I said, those two emotions go hand in hand. There's a very thin line between them. Um, it's like it gives you something to do. You know, it's it's putting yourself to work. And it's a trap for a lot of people if they don't find a good outlet for it because it really can be, be bad. But anyway, um, yeah, I... I really wish that I could explain this better, and that's what's so complicated about concepts. How do you even go about explaining them? Uh, maybe that's something I'll do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, just uh, as another topic is on con conceptualization as a whole, because things that are esoteric are hard to grasp, and they're even harder to articulate. But anyway, this stupid meme ends up representing itself better than I could possibly try to explain, even with a 12-page essay. Um, just feel it. You know, just feel it. You'll get it, hopefully. Uh, the esoteric nature of things is exciting, but confusing. You know, why are we drawn to things? And that's what I've attempted to talk about here, but truthfully, I can't even fully articulate why I am attracted to it. It just is you just feel it uh, and that's something that deemer deemer <laughs> nice uh that doomer culture teaches expressly well feeling you know just feeling it being in the moment it can easily progress into hopelessness and unfeeling but doomerism itself is all about living and feeling even if you are alone going outside for a walk and listening to music just to appreciate the cool night air and the aesthetic of the street lights on the black asphalt, driving around because the noise of the motor keeps you distracted and engaged in something real, tangible. My favorite thing to do aside from drive and listen to music is actually play music, you know, whether it ends up being depressing or not. It doesn't have to be. I write lyrics and I just sing and play something and then in the morning I realize I've created something really beautiful and I can end up appreciating the talent that God gave me to be able to do that. But the ultimate juxtaposition is being so low that you start to appreciate all the good. It really makes you not take happiness for granted and brings a deeper understanding of what being content really is. And that's why I'm attracted to doomerism. Because I think that it directly leads to, if you want to go to a meme being a bloomer, um, but it directly leads to finding a community and finding things that make you feel better. Even if you escape every now and then, you know, even if you're depressed every now and then, you just want to feel it. That's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And if anything, you're doing yourself a favor by letting your emotions out instead of ending up being, you know, depressed and unfeeling this, this empty shell. So anyway, I, I think that's where I'm going to call it for the video. Um, I think we're right about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, we're coming up on it. So anyway, I have a Twitter that's antiquated ideas. 
now you can check it out there fucking tag me message me do something like that if you want to get my attention do it on instagram um you know the whole deal if you like it uh, let me know or don't i don't care i'm gonna do it anyway fuck you thank you for listening though